This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts is to distinguish with you that (laughs) there's no plunge necessary, that this process is generally speaking um, um, aspects of incrementally engaging in life and in our, with our spiritual self and, and be in a relationship that we devel- develop and cultivate uh, slowly over time, if possible. And I say impos- uh, if possible because quite often our circumstances will stir things up for us in such a way that it's so difficult to um, take things slowly. We're just plunged, we're plunged into circumstances that are over, overwhelm us and over our, you know, create the situation that we're over our heads. In this pandemic situation with the COVID virus, it's one of those times. And I've, I have a number of clients that call me and a client who called me last night uh, and said, um, I hadn't talked to him for a couple of years because he was doing great. And he goes, Rosie, I am just in spikes. I have spikes of anxiety and they are, they're just, you know, killing me. I'm just, it's just horrible. You know, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? Help me out. So quite often, this is an opportunity for him, like it is with many people, to begin to sort through what it is that causes such anxiety and what we can do to make it different. So for him, when I was working with him and talking to him on the phone, I said, so, you know, what, what ideas do you have? What's your spiritual uh, foundations for your life? And he had grown up in the Methodist world and um, had particular ideas of, and thoughts. Um, But none of what he shared was was cultivating a sense of sanity in the the 12-step program uh, number two step step number two says come to uh, acknowledge a power a power greater than myself that restores me to sanity or can restore me to my sanity and so as I'm working with a lot of people they're figuring out if they have a higher power that can restore them to sanity. Now, in this particular moment, when this client, we'll call him Harry, called me, and we talked about halfway through the conversation, he was beginning to come back to a sanity for himself. And we laughed a lot. I said, right now, I am your higher power. I am a higher power that can restore you to your sanity. And I, myself, Rosie, am reaching into my higher power, into my divine knowing or the knowing of the divine oneness in all that is. And so as I reach into that, then how I be with him brings him into sanity, brings him back into a a place of uh, I'm okay and beginning to see the world differently. So um, the times that we're going through now uh, for a lot of people are cultivating and stirring up consensus view of reality in such a way it's like this isn't making sense too much insanity too much crazy making I don't know how to do this I don't know how to be me in this I don't know where to reach for sanity and harmony and peace I don't know where to turn and so slowly but surely even though there's these spikes for Harry of, of, of anxiety which in a sense is there's a spikes of these places of insanity like nothing I do makes it makes me feel better 
that's a sense of insanity because we want a we want a knowing that holds all of it. So, um, and that's what this work is: is is the more that we cultivate um, an overview, we an outline, uh, a, a perspective that holds all of this human spirit dilemma phenomenon then we can come into a place of peace with what it what is rather than making craziness out of it um, in the United States right now um, our leadership is uh, not creating peace for people it's not creating harmony for people it's creating more anxiousness and insanity it doesn't make sense in term for so so many people and so what we do is we begin to focus on uh, and blame and point the finger at them, at, at their lack, at their um, incompetence, in their not knowing, in their ignorance. We point the finger at other people sometimes. And that is a, um, that's something I think we do more often than not, and we don't even know we're doing it. Quite often, if I mean, I have states of insanity and anxiousness. I have states of uncertainty and incompetence. <laughs> I don't know what the heck to do from time to time, and um, and quite often I'll look to somebody else and say, "Well, they're the problem. Uh, the problem is out there." And what that does is, I get to be right about them. I get to be right about my feeling like a victim. I get to feel right about a lot of things. And from that righteousness, I, I, I'm in a place of invulnerability. I'm in a place of um, no wrong, no wrong, no harm, no responsibility. I don't have to be responsible for how my life is right now, currently. And, and this, I'm kind of struggling here a little bit because there's always two elements of this process. One is our consensus view of reality, how we are trained to think and feel and be in in the world. And then we have spiritual principles that we're trained in for some of us to think and feel and live in. And sometimes they, they're not coinciding. They're not, they're in total complete uh, conflict. And so that's the same with when I am in a state of separation of me from them, then I get to be the me who's having this situation and them over there. And I'm projecting usually uh, um, wrongdoing or harm. Uh, and so part of this is really challenging for us because it's like if I'm thinking of wrongdoing and harm or they're bad and I'm the, I'm the, the consequences I lose or I'm unworthy or I don't get because they are who they are, then it sets me up as a, um, a disempowered individual. And there's that. this is another big part of the conversations that's going on in the United States right now is the disempowered uh, individual. And the fact of the matter is, is we all inside our humanness live in this place of disempowered <laughs> person. Uh, and then a couple of, of um, podcasts ago, I talked about how we self-deprecate, how we we say bad things about ourselves or um, have thought bad thoughts about ourselves or emotions based on, on how we feel negative about ourselves. This is all self disempowering. 
And um, it's so normal, we don't even know we're doing it until we go to a therapist or a psychiatrist and maybe get medication for it because it's wreaked such havoc in our havoc in our system. So the point of this conversation is to begin to own everything that I'm saying about another person, uh, whether it's our president or our leadership or the person down the street or my dog is how can I own all of that? Uh, and this puts me sometimes in conflict with if I own this, this means that I'm wrong or um, that there's something wrong with me or that I lack. And it's like, well, in this current moment, that might be true, that there may be some things that I don't have that I need to develop. But if I don't own that I don't have it or that my perspective is harming me or another person, then I can't create another perspective. I can't create more tools or some a new outlook to, um, to help me and support me. Um, a good example of this is when I, um, I separated and divorced from my second husband in 2012. That's eight years ago. And for the longest time, I could not forgive him. I could not forgive him. And I thought about all the other relationships that I've had in the past and how come I can forgive them but I can't forgive this guy. Like, what's that about? And it's about me. It's not about him. And so I had to look at what it was that had me not be able to forgive. What was it that I was holding on to? What's the benefit for me of being unforgiving? And when I looked at it, it was like, okay, I'm not taking responsibility for choosing to stay. I can't help that he was doing what he was doing or being the way that he was being. He was just being himself, period. I chose to stay. I chose to engage in ways that was the way I chose to engage and stay. I'm responsible for that 100%. And so to own the partnership in that, owning the responsibility that I stayed is was a huge thing. He didn't make me stay. I stayed. I made choices. And that's true with uh, other elements of life where, in, in fact, I was talking about um, a conversation I wanted to have with a friend of mine. And my, my fear was that she would get angry with me or pissed off and that she wouldn't be able to handle it. And then I had to really own my own, what's really true for me? as opposed to projecting those things onto other people. We do this all the time and we're, it's so part of our entrainment, we don't even know we're doing it. So the point of these podcasts is to maybe help um, bring um, some awareness to this process of what we're doing that's limiting our capacity to really love the way we want to, to, to fully be the potentiality of all we wanna be in the world. And we have to continue to look at, okay, who am I in this relationship? Who am I as an American? Who am I as a United States citizen? Who am I as a person of this, this um, partnership with my friends and family? Who am I and how am I showing up? And, and focusing more on that than focusing in on how they're showing up. And as I begin to own more and more of how I'm sharing and how I'm showing up, the relationship changes. 
because I'm being responsible for my stuff, I'm not imposing that on other people. Even if I'm not saying it, it's something that I'm doing. <laughs> Most of my life has been um, that projection that they're doing this and the consequences is I'm this, as opposed to, no, I am really creating all of it. And the more that I can own that and the more that I can get out of my need to be right about everything, then things start to shift in a really beautiful, wonderful, humorous way. And that's what I want for all of us. So that's pretty much it for today. If you'd like to email me, leave me a comment, or if you have questions, or if you're interested in some coaching, just email me at rosie at theparadigmshifts.com or visit my website, theparadigmshifts.com for blogs and videos and other offerings that are there for you. All right, big hugs. Bye for now. Thank you.